When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good Risings. I'm Marie Burns-Holzer, and this is Spoonful of Spirituality. This past weekend, in most of the United States, we turned back the clocks an hour to end daylight savings time until the spring. Every year, this drums up interesting discussions about whether we should or shouldn't have daylight saving. And while I'm firmly in the camp of pick a time and stick with it for the sake of sanity alone, I don't really care which one, it does have me thinking about how oddly we all relate to time. You see, the way we conceive and conceptualize time is not a universal concept in humanity. And how each culture and society distinguishes time varies. For example, Romans divided daylight into 12 equal parts to tell the time. But that means that the 12 equal parts were much shorter during the winter than they were in the summer. Time for them was quite literally relative. In the United States, time is generally split into two 12-hour periods known as AM and PM. In Thailand, though, it's traditionally split into four six-hour periods, with the name of each of those periods derived from the sound of the bells and gongs that were used to mark the beginnings of those periods. Some cultures call nighttime any time that's dark, while others refer to nighttime as any time you would be traditionally asleep. In the Russian language, for example, you would not say that it is one in the morning, as you would say in the United States. Rather, you would say it's one at night, which makes more sense to me. In Jewish culture, the day begins as the sun sets, going in accordance with their belief that in the beginning there was darkness and then Yahweh created light. Time is not just marked in sunlight and darkness. Time has also been measured by the moon, by the tides, by the crops, and by the seasons. Notice that every single one of these timekeepers are transient. It's literally how we notice the fourth dimension. But what does this have to do with spirituality, may ask? Well, the central tenets of spirituality have always had to do with the human experience, how to alleviate suffering, and how to make meaning of our lives. Time gives us a way to mark all of those things, to conceptualize our lifetimes, to understand that suffering is not permanent, that what we do in this moment and the coming moments can change our suffering, our experiences, our meaning. And time, as much as we fight it, aids us in creating meaning, not only within our own minds and bodies, but as a species and as a member of the family of living beings on this planet. So as you go into your day, think about the ways that you mark time. For women and people with menstrual cycles, sometimes that marks our personal rhythms more than anything. For lovers, it might be the period in between seeing each other. For tea and coffee drinkers, the most personal marking of time might be from this moment to the last time you had a cuppa. 
Time is a relative thing, and that should be acknowledged and celebrated. I'm Marie Burns-Holzer, and you can find me at Marie Burns-Holzer on Instagram and TikTok. Thank you so much for listening to Good Risings today. If you enjoyed this podcast, please let us know by leaving a review. We love hearing from you. Now go be excellent to yourself and to each other. Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio.